May your word be preached and may your word be heard. Amen. Today's Old Testament lesson, we heard the story that's referred to as the wisdom of Solomon or Solomon's dream. And in it, Solomon goes to the holy mountain, spends a day in prayer and sacrifice, and then that night he has a dream and God appears to him in a dream. And God said, Solomon, I will grant you one wish. And Solomon says, thank you, God, for making my father David king before me. And thank you for making me king following my father, even though I am but a lad and I do not know my way in and out of doors. This is a, a large and very challenging group of people to govern. And so I ask for one thing, wisdom. Now the translation said uh, a discerning mind. Others say a discerning heart but it's wisdom. And God said, well done you. Everyone else I've ever offered this to asked either for long life or great riches or success in battle. You asked instead for wisdom and therefore you shall have wisdom. You'll be the wisest king that has ever lived and for all time wisdom will be governed and measured by your wisdom. And there the story stopped today. But I'd like to pull the field of vision back and look for before and after and then mine for a lesson. It actually starts, it starts at the death of King David. He's on his deathbed. This was the boy shepherd who killed Goliath and inherited the kingdom himself from his father-in-law. He's on his deathbed and he names his son Solomon to inherit the throne. And actually it was the notorious Bathsheba, Solomon's mother, along with Nathan the prophet, that sort of engineered that to happen. And then David gives him deathbed instructions worthy of any mafia dawn in, in terms of deliciousness. And then he spends three years securing his throne. And next comes the dream, as we heard today. The dream story ends not just with, you'll be known for all time for your wisdom, but it goes on to say, and because, Solomon, you did not ask for those other things, you also are going to live a long time, you're going to be rich as Midas, and you will be successful in battle. And then it says, the very next scene, he begins a series of three showings of the wisdom of Solomon. The very next scene is when you have the two mothers squabbling over who baby is this. One baby with two mothers, who's the real mother? And he sorts that out. It's a, it's a wisdom of discernment and perception. Next, he organizes the kingdom with regions and governors and commanders it's the wisdom of administration. And third, he builds the temple and the palace. It's the wisdom of art and architecture and construction and trade. And in each instance, it, I think it is a wisdom that's practical, not esoteric, but practical. And it's a wisdom of leadership. Now, I was bishop for 17 years 
And there were some challenges to me in those 17 years, a lot in particular around administration and personnel. But I found that when I took even a few moments when I was facing a difficult situation to ask God for the gift of wisdom, take a breath, ask God for the gift of wisdom, things went so much better. When I forgot to do that, they didn't always work out as well. As families, as churches, as communities, state and nation, we are in an extremely traumatic position right now. Certainly the greatest since World War II and maybe since World War II and the Great Depression combined. It's very stressful and it's a time when we need wisdom. And I'd like all of us this week to take time to take a deep breath and pray for wisdom, for wisdom of leadership in our families, in our churches, in our communities, in our state, and in our nation. Pray for wisdom. And never forgetting, never forgetting that God loves you, God loves us more than we can ask or begin to imagine. Amen.